Hey there, film fans. I am Jeff. I'm Dave. And I'm John. And welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies, both new and old, with a strictly positive critical eye. That's right. And to avoid any lazy negativity, as always, we are making this here a drinking game. <laughs> I'm gonna need it. So anytime you say something negative or stupid about a film, we are going to buzz you. You're going to hear. There it is. There it is. is. You're going to hear that sound. That means we're drinking and we would love it if you at home drank along with us. Just please, please not from behind the wheel of a car. Absolutely. Yeah, don't be listening to this in your car. Uh, So pour yourself a glass and give it up. Uh, Well, what are we talking about this this time around? (laughs) Ah, <laughs> oh, very good question. Okay, friends, so we just finished a whole Oscars thing for the least popular, most overlooked Oscars of all time. So I'm really glad we donated four months for life to that. <laughs> but if you want to know about any film that came out oh. that even had a chance of sniffing some gold this past March or April or whatever, uh, you can go ahead through our feed. Please smash that subscribe button wherever you are and go through the feed and you can see us talking about a whole bunch of movies that maybe you skipped over that might actually be pretty good and maybe you should give a look. But here we are. We're moving on. We are bringing some old segments back and we are clarifying slash introducing a new segment. So here we go. We are going to be doing new films, which this week we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat, which technically came out about three weeks ago from our time, but it is still available on HBO Max for another week. And this is going to get off HBO Max May 24th, 2021. But we're talking about Mortal Kombat as our new movie. Then we are going to introduce our new segment, Should Have Seen It By Now. Should have seen it by now. There's so much stuff on streaming right now. And so we decided the best movie to get us kicked off is going to be Citizen Kane for two different reasons that we'll talk about in a second. And then we are not doing this this week, but soon, people, soon, we are going to bring back our favorite segment, Was It Really That Bad? Where we take a look at a supposedly bad movie and we, with a drinking game in mind, where we have to say positive shit. We are going to decide, was it really that bad? But before we get off and running on our two films this week, let's kick it over to John for some shout outs. The shout outs. As always, we have a beer sponsor. His name is Carlos Barroso. You can find him on Instagram at cbarrosobar2019. That is C-B-A-R-R-O-Z-O-B-A-R-2019. And if you're digging the music on this episode and every single episode, head on over to soundcloud.com forward slash Dasein dash artist. And you can download all of the music made by the artist Dasein. That shit is waiting for you. Get on over there and grab it. Mm, Do you guys want to explain what we are going to be doing from now on with where we're going to cut up our episodes just in case anyone who's a hardcore listener is a little confused yeah in case you're teased (laughs) in case you're teased by me saying two films and you're like what uh dave i why don't i defer to you well uh we uh we decided to play it a little differently this time we're going to release one film per episode as such Mm. but we're going to release more episodes yeah that about something so you're getting one yeah yeah. yeah, you only you only have to listen to one film and then you get the next film a little later yeah. in the week. Uh, it's just like we've kept drinking that entire time, so we're a lot drunker for the second <laughs> show yeah. in the week. And we're gonna put in we're gonna put in the episode titles what category it was in. So should it see yeah. should have seen it by now. So that way, when yeah. we talk about Citizen Kane, people don't have to say, "Man, this movie's been around forever. Why the fuck?" And it's like that's the whole point because a lot of us, including two of us, the three of us, have never seen Citizen Kane. And the reason we chose that, which I know that's probably not going to be on this episode, but the reason we chose Citizen Kane is because not only was Mank made this past year, won an Oscar, was nominated for a bunch. It was it was about the writer 
the screenwriter of Citizen Kane and his relationship with Orson Welles and all of the characters who inspired the characters in the movie Citizen Kane. But also it is available on HBO Max and it is no longer the number one movie of all time, even though it tops the AFI list which I believe has The Godfather at number two and then a whole bunch of movies that you probably go, oh yeah, that makes sense. And it was at the Does top it? of Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. IMDb, like all, like every, well, maybe not IMDb, but Paddington 2 has taken over because they unsurfaced, resurfaced, un- Un- yeah, unearthed. unearthed, unearthed, a <laughs> Chicago Tribune review from 1941, which was not scathing, by the way. It was not scathing. It just wasn't positive. They said that it was a little too dark and spooky and, and it wasn't entertaining enough. So they decided that Paddington has the better, even though it still has a Metacritic score of 100. So anyway, that wasn't really that bad. You can really know ahead of time that we're getting into some kooky shit. And we're probably going to be a little intoxicated, but we're going to start <laughs> with our new film, breaking down some new movies, talking about them and having some fun, which of course today is going to be Mortal Kombat. But please bear with us, folks. We've taken a little bit of a break. So before we get into Mortal Kombat, I think we should still go around the horn do a little catch up on what you've been watching. We'll try to keep it tight, but give the people something to look forward to of what they should be watching at home. Dave, should you start again with that? You want to? You want to? Guys, let it rip? guys, I watched Tenet. Oh you yeah! Actually, wait, what did you say? Tenet. Tenet. Yeah, we gotta have I a watched, Tenet button. I watched we need a both, whole button I, just. Yeah, to- <laughs> I, yeah, I watched both halves of it. It was it was great. No, it Dude. wasn't really. It was like it, it was it was average. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh man. No, I completely agree. We'll still wait for Jeff to watch it before we finally right. give our our yeah. the pending review that you've all been waiting for. But yeah, Brush Jeff, get it on thesis. that motherfucker so we can talk about that movie. But did you watch anything oh else, or did Tenet make you want to stop watching what? movies? Hey, well, Dave saw oh. another movie that he's not allowed to talk about yet. Um. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I. I know. I'm allowed to talk about it. Um. There was no NDA signed. I got to a okay, sneaky good. sneaky screening of In the Heights. Excellent. Um. And just i just want to say i was looking forward to this because i love the show and anyone else who loves the show you're gonna love this because he basically just took the show and added all the extra things you can add when you're making a movie into it so they nice. like there's almost nothing cut they're almost like and it's the performances are all solid and there's some really funny like great versions of the characters in there so nice. yeah that's I, it's going to be a summer hit i hope and it really deserves it Nice. nice. Yeah, I'm looking Ooh. forward to seeing that one. Sweet. All right, John, you awesome. watched out anything out? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not glad. I haven't watched anything super new recently, but um, I went hardcore with some 90s thrillers while we were gone. I had a couple family members visiting <laughs> me, one too. of which is a fellow actor uh, uh, from the UK, my brother-in-law, and he has got a huge, huge fanboy love for tony scott movies so we went deep for uh the good old denzel washington tony scott relationship we watched uh deja vu safe house taking of pelham one two three that was fun and i wish i would have held off on watching this one because i had never seen the pelican brief pretty famous one maybe that would have made it to our list but sorry guys i went ahead and i rocked it uh that was fun anyway i've been watching a lot of 90s thrillers political thrillers can't i don't know i can't get enough how about you what do you what do you watch jeff um I watched two things. So I, I loved Broadchurch this past fall. It was like Chloe and my like watching. Um, yeah, it was our show. And so uh, we were recommended Happy Valley, which is a slightly grittier uh, British crime show. Uh, not Mar- I love Marcella too. Marcella is great. But, but this is in that world, I suppose, but a little grittier. Uh, it is available for rent on Amazon. It is no longer free for streaming. Netflix had it from 2014 to 2020 and it's gone. 
but Happy Valley was cool. And I started as my like cooking show, you know, the show that you don't have to necessarily keep your eyes on the screen. The Sons of Sam documentary is Ooh. really interesting. It's really, wow. really interesting. Yeah, New York City in the 70s was a nasty place to be, even worse when a death cult is killing people for no reason. Yeah, that New York good. City in the 70s that. is like LA in the 90s. What's funny? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. People are like, the greatest city on earth. And I was like, did you, did you ever hear about the 70s here? I did start uh, Mayor of Easttown, you guys. You, that show with Kate Winslet. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you think? I think there's is there four parts, I believe. I've watched hmm. two so far. Pretty good. I'm going to keep going. Uh, I don't know if either of you had seen that. Enough, but, uh, I watched, uh, I started Jupiter's Legacy. Nice. Uh, which oh, cool. is basically the boy's light. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Speaking, of, cool. speaking of the boys, we should get into our segment here on Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. I feel like the writers of Mortal Kombat definitely saw the boys. You know what I mean? That like dark video game, but like we also want it to be kind of funny and satirical, but you know what I mean? Like that kind of tone. We'll talk about it. We're talking about Mortal Kombat, people. You probably knew it was a huge success when it came out this year, and it was a part of that Warner Brothers announcement where they are going to dump all of their movies onto HBO Max the same day they come out, possibly with the exception of Dune. Did we figure that out? Um, Yeah, they're holding off on that one. Yeah. So Warner Brothers, all their movies are coming out on HBO Max for a limited 31-day run, the same day that they come out in theaters, and Mortal Kombat was one of those, but it still did very well in the international box office. So guess what? It is based on the video game Mortal Kombat and all of the million Mortal Kombats that followed. The short plot is MMA fighter Cole Young (laughs) seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. I I love love you use the word short plot. Is there there a long plot? Mm, (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, there. Coming you know what? There, swinging. there is, but it's like a Wikipedia plot. So I guess the, let's just leave it at that. It's it's sort of like how do we get all these characters here in the Earth realm, and how do we make it this weird tournament with you know extraterrestrial beings fighting with Earthings for the right to control Earth, and somehow it's all related to this one tournament. Whoever wins this single hand to hand combat gets the control of fucking Earth realm. Something like that. Anyway, so that's that's sort of what this movie's about. It's fun. It's kooky. You got some weird deaths going on in there. Uh, who wants to go first with their announcements? So John's seen this movie a lot, and he did a he did he, he yeah, yeah, scabbed on us. Say, he went yeah. onto a different podcast to talk about this movie. So he's got it all in the back pocket. So should we wait I, on you? Should we yeah, get I initial just, reactions? Let, let me just say that, that really quickly, just to throw them some love because I want to have them on our show soon as well. I was lucky enough to be invited onto the Matt and Mark movie sh- uh, show. It's a podcast. It's available on all the platforms uh, with Matt Gilbert and Ma- Ma- Mark Monstrowski, and basically. We talked about it. They have a fun time. I definitely recommend giving uh, their pod a listen. They're definitely going to be on our show. I did learn Hmm. some things that just got clarified on there because I am not a hardcore gamer. I think Dave has maybe gamed. Have you played the Mortal Kombat games some? Uh, Only one and two. Only one and two. two, I I feel like a lot of people around our age say that. I don't think a lot of us kept going. But this video game was a fucking phenom. When it oh, came yeah. out, right? The first one like changed everything. Uh, I said on their show, I'm going to say it again on this one. My memories of Mortal Kombat, the video game, were basically one of the kids in my neighborhood would get it. And we would play it until that parent saw it and then 
kicked it out and made a stop. And then another kid would get it and we would go to their house until their parents made a stop. So it didn't last very long. But then the movies came out and I I could just, I could just, dude, I could just, I could I just see it. You see your six year olds in the living room, you hear the word fatality, like, no. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, trying to turn the volume down so mom doesn't hear it. I mean, exactly, dude. Finish him. Yeah. Finish him. Uh, Animality. So guess, what the hell's going on in there? But yeah, Jeff, I do agree with you. I just wanted to throw that out there. I'll hold off to kind of chit chat. I, I did learn some crap. I just want to hear what you guys think about it first, though, because I've already, I've already talked about this thing a lot. Dave? Anybody? Dave? First of all, um, this was shot in and around uh, my college town. In Australia, oh, you know, Adelaide, oh, Australia. Cool. Yeah, Dude, shout out for Adelaide. That. Good work. Um, there's actually there used to be a dirt car park. I, I worked. I did a couple of shows in the theater down there, and it like it would put an off Broadway theater to shame. This thing, it oh, was wow. tiny. Things fell out of the roof occasionally, but it had this dirt car park, and I'm pretty sure the dirt <laughs> car park now. Off Broadway now, theater to shame. Though. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, we don't have things falling from the ceiling. Yeah, unless it's rats and, uh, and asbestos, then we've got, <laughs> we have those. <laughs> but the uh, the car park is now a massive like visual effects campus. Uh, so they, they, yeah, they, I left town and they suddenly made it this cool things that I could have stayed for. And done say, yeah, cool things. Like, <laughs> Maybe you like, should go back. Fuck you. Fuck Adelaide. No, don't go back. No, don't good, go back. good on them. Um, so yeah, I've got a, a little bit of a soft spot for this and I, I did love the original Mortal Kombat. I watched it so many times. Me too, um, dude. I was, a, I was a fan of getting the shit kicked out of me in the games. Um, mm. I didn't have the bandwidth to learn all the fatality like mm-hmm. combos i was but, such a button masher i just mashed buttons and hope something <laughs> came out oh no no but i i will say uh going into this one i i think a lot of people and it got a little bit of negative press but i think a lot of people had very very high expectations why as everyone <laughs> why does why did they have that why did because, they do because because it <laughs> was what? it was Come like on. it was like r-rated and they're like, finally, we're gonna get the like the fatalities the first one should have had. And I got it, Game of Thrones, but Mortal Kombat. No, yeah. people, and come on. They went in with these ridiculously high expectations, as usual, and it wasn't there. And I think a lot of people maybe gave it a, a bum rap about that. I didn't mind this. It was as campy as the first one, as almost. It was took itself a little more seriously. Um, yeah, I think so. But yeah, I, I really like everyone criticized it for not having the tournament in it, and I was like that I feel like that was a great idea like the tournament's been done to death it's like doing spider-man's origin story no we skipped that well do yeah. you think though do you think though to to level a little bit because i'm i'm with you i'm, I'm i side with you in, versus your friends who suck but um <laughs> do you think though because they mentioned the tournament they're like yeah. all the champions meet in a tournament so they pitched the tournament and then it didn't happen so it's well, not just I mean, like they didn't do the tournament which is what the game was if you yeah. don't, yeah. If you don't know the plot of Mortal Kombat by now, this 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 movie, you're not buying a ticket to go see this movie. I didn't know the plot of Mortal the, Kombat. The, the, <laughs> and the, I wouldn't have seen this movie yeah, without the podcast. The, but... the, yeah, the best the best part well, of it is shout that. Out, yeah, shout out to uh, Enter the Dragon, which we talked about last year, you guys, and we mm. kind of were joking about how that that iconic. Uh, Bruce Lee film basically laid the foundation for all kick-ass martial arts films. Uh, yes. Throne of Blood, uh, not Throne of Blood, excuse H- Hollywood. me. Hollywood. Uh, we should Blood, say it like Sport, Hollywood films because I'm sure Quest, there are plenty all, of martial yeah. arts movies. That... Sure, sure, sure. But like a lot of the a lot of the classic Jean, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, Mortal Kombat. So we've seen that so many times. So yeah. Dave, I, I, I also, let's just put a caveat out there. I think all of us enjoyed watching this movie because we had realistic expectations. I had a really fun time. So anything that we say critically... 
if you actually took this seriously and you actually didn't like it, go fuck yourself. Like, what, what did you think you were about to see? I don't yeah, understand. I mean, this was a fun honest, time. Honestly, complaining about plot holes in a Mortal Kombat movie is like questioning the quantum theory of hot yeah, tub time. Yeah, machine. come on. It's it's like, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah. Which really happened. You know what you're getting. It's And it it they had some fun with it. Uh, I want to tell you, um, the Kano has changed my opinion oh my of Australians God, in movies. Oh, my God. There's a meme going around on the internet now about how he's been hospitalized ha- with his back out for carrying that movie. And oh, yeah, they're, they're, that, yeah. they're, not half, they're not half wrong, but he didn't so much carry it, he elevated it more than what it should be. Dude, he oh, God, was incredible. My, my so favorite funny. line is anything that came out of that guy's fucking mouth. Yes, every movie. line. Hello, he Gandalf. When he calls, when he calls Raiden Gandalf. Yeah, it <laughs> calls Raiden line. Gandalf. With that, um, I love, I love that he. Yeah, I, I, I needed to. I had to restart this movie because I, st- I watched it once and I was like, I'm not really in the mood for this. Like, I'm being hard on this. And then, and then the second time I watched it, I, I was good to go. But the fucking the line he gives, where you could tell the actors, you, there's some lines where you're like, maybe this is funny on the page, and I don't need to do anything with it. And then there's some lines where you circle and you're like, I need to go all <laughs> in to, on I this. And that. his line is like, K no what? And he goes, K no none of your fucking business and the way he shouts yeah. k no none of your fucking business and he's making fun of his own name he's turning into this it's like uh, no i, I, I think my, my favorite but... one is uh oh you know you know where this is yeah have you got a pen you're writing this down get fucked yeah that's good yeah <laughs> that's honestly every you fucking kidnapped me you did this hilarious. you did that. yeah the only stay, in fact stay there. The only... oh i was gonna go for a fucking stroll but yeah yeah one of the only real good. tragedies of this movie one of maybe one of my only legitimate critiques is that spoiler alert he gets killed and you're just like oh no there goes the greatest character i, I was hoping they yeah. were going to bring him yeah. back if they were going to do more movies he was so I mean, fucking it's, funny it's mortal kombat yeah they might you're you right. know what his right. you know what his his well, we'll talk about the arcana in a second i guess but when he finds his arcana do you know what it reminded me of do you guys ever you guys ever see this is the end with seth rogan and james oh, yeah. franco and all yeah. that oh yeah remember when james franco dies and he's going to heaven and he realizes he's going to heaven and he goes yeah i'm going to heaven fuck you guys fuck, fuck you, you. and then finally they just <laughs> cut him off from going to heaven <laughs> and then he falls back down to the earth. that's what when kano gets his arcana that's kind of what it felt like he's like yeah. whoa oh, i actually yeah. get one of these things <laughs> of course i'm the first one to get it yeah, yeah dude. but like there's there's so much other good stuff like it lets you know it's r-rated right off the bat there's like heads and arms and stunts flying everywhere in the first five yeah. minutes of this thing like it doesn't ease you in there's a there's a killing spree in the first five minutes of this thing you guys um yeah how how excellent is that opening introduction i, I wrote down i wrote down my, my my own my my note that i stopped taking notes was this is really touching like yeah. it opens it opens in the 1600s uh, this is in, like a Criterion martial arts opening. It, <laughs> like, it, it like... is so touching. It's a it's <laughs> yeah. a, it's a clearly like a warrior and a badass wife raising two kids in the middle of the woods, loving each other. There is a death where the sword you're on the inside and you know there's fighting outside, and the sword kills a guy through one of like the paper doors from way mm. back then, and then just slides up with like blood gushing out. So all you see is the blood and the sword, like brilliant stuff. And and then you that also the know that the first door in the be... movie too. Yeah, it's the, and yeah. it sets the tone yeah, for like, all of the killing for the rest of the go. movie. It's like, oh my yeah. god, it was really good, and, really really good stuff. And again, spoiler alert. Let's just go ahead and talk about it because again, I really had a fun time. But I think some of the critiques that people have been talking about are maybe re- related to the fact that this opening is so strong. 
everybody who played this game fucking loves Scorpion and Sub-Zero. I know if you're looking yeah. at a poster of this movie, if you saw it, you know, pitch deal on HBO Max or whatever, you, you, you clearly see it's probably going to have something to do with these two characters, but they do not shy away from it at all. The opening is taking those two characters back to this incredible legendary centuries ago feud because they both belong to two different martial arts clans from China and Japan, and they just fucking go for it. So again, we might a little bit later talk about if that got fleshed out well enough for you guys, but I so respected how grounded this opening was. I think some people may have missed some of the campiness and the cheese of the regular 95 Mortal Kombat, or perhaps for the hardcore fans, Mortal Kombat Annihilation from 97 Mm. or 99, whenever that thing came out. But you know what? I really, I thought they opened this movie correctly. Yeah. So let me let me yeah. pose this next question to you though. Does Cole Young, the character who ends up being the main protagonist, does he work for you in this movie as a whole and or just as our vehicle? They made up this character, Cole Young. He's not in the video games. And again, I didn't play the game, so it didn't really mm. throw me. I thought I had just missed Cole Young in Mortal Kombat 3 and 4, maybe in the video games. But I clarifying talking with these guys doing a little research he's not there did that work yeah. for you guys or did it piss you off it worked for me and i'll tell you why because they're they're lining up a franchise here they want this to keep going obviously because of the way it ends yeah. um where they they tease a major character from the game but the fact that he's the central pivot now means that they can go forward or backwards good stuff. that's true yeah yeah, yeah. good call good so because they've got a character that's not locked into a time period in the game and doesn't have a set thing with anything they can go anywhere from this point they can do prequels they can do sequels good they can you, bounce dude. That's well, yeah that's well really said smart. we didn't I touch think... on that when we were talking about that's good well so so the opening is so shameless in the fact that sub-zero comes and they introduce the magic of sub-zero being able to turn things to ice very slowly Honestly, very similar to the way a Marvel movie would do that, where they wouldn't just it looks throw painful too. Like it, it looks, looks painful. exactly, yeah. So it's really, really well done. And then you you find out pretty quickly that Sub Zero is trying to end the the Hanzo bloodline, and you know immediately because you've seen movies, the bloodline's not going to end. You know that in the opening, and it's great. Yeah. So then when you, when the sequence ends and you flash forward and you see this kind of like bad MMA fighter in the future, and it's like, oh, this guy's got some work to do if he's going to save Earth. You can lay it all out, and it's all good and it's shameless. I think it's it's not helpful to him that all of the lines from the time he's introduced up until when Sub-Zero kind of comes after him, there are those movie lines that seem like they were written in a lab. And so that's not helpful for him. Well, it's all plot. Who's going to be in the corner with you? And then he looks at a girl, which I didn't even know was his daughter, by the way. So that that's on the actor, because I was like, is that a niece? Like, it, I didn't feel the fatherly love, but that's just whatever. That's my own take. Okay, yeah. touche, touche. <laughs> I let and you then he points to the girl and he's like, oh, you're fucking hopeless. And then he's, you know, like, it's just kind of, and then Jax comes in and all the lines are just very like studio wrote this script expository. But once you get through it, I think it was a very relatable through line. So I will say yes. However, they ceded a lot of ground to the supporting actors so that it's not like I can't wait to find out what else happens to him. But it was a safe, good through line, if that makes I, sense. I will tell you one thing. Like, I I would have made one big edit change at the beginning, um, which is, like, you go through that whole opening fight, and then from that fight in the movie, they cut straight to his fight that he loses yeah. i would have actually done it the other way around and gone from the opening fight where sub-zero is walking away 
morph into modern Sub-Zero, do the Outworld scene, have them say, go and kill the people, mm. like the contestants, mm. and then go to that fight. And I feel like mm. that would have flowed better at the beginning, but that's that's like, that's like okay. a, a valid critique that I it think... It did kind of feel like they wanted to have like a true... A true, you know, just, separate opening. Like they wanted yeah, it just, to be like the standalone I, yeah. thing. That, and I just, yeah. I just felt like the outworld when it went outworld. I was like, oh, okay, we're in outworld. Shit, it was a little jolty. Mm. So I, I will say, I will say uh, again, that caveat stands true. I had a fun time, and I'm not taking any of this super seriously. But you know, putting that hat off to the side, I do think, I do think that opening as we're going to talk about in the next episode, Citizen Kane. I do think really good movies teach you how to watch them by the opening. We talked about this before. The exposition, the opening scenes will kind of teach you the cinematic language that you're going to need to like watch the rest of this movie. And I do think this movie, it doesn't abandon it. It's not that dramatic, but some things are not quite as clean. Yeah, and it I, lets the air I, out of the tires not a couple just times. In the, I think so. I think so yeah. big time. And I think one of the largest things that, that did frustrated me just a little bit just because i was fanning out and i kind of wanted this to happen it's not that it's a terrible choice i just wanted this to happen i think they planted a lot of seeds yeah. that cole walker uh, cole young excuse me was going to become scorpion and i think they you know they kept showing these flashbacky things yeah. i thought he was going to at least maybe not literally be scorpion but have something more directly to do with hanzo being in his lineage and i think that that it frustrated me just a little bit that as the movie went along, the typical things and like obstacles that happened to protagonists didn't happen to him. So I was already getting a little confused, even though Goro, we can talk about that, you know, mm. came out of nowhere and they yeah. had this kick ass fight scene and big ass, you know, CGI Goro. That, that and was stuff. that was definitely fan service. Mm -hmm. <laughs> definitely fan service. But uh, so <laughs> Cole Young service, doesn't, but, yeah. doesn't really lose anybody. Typically, your protagonist is going to lose someone. Uh, they're mm. going to be going against the odds. A lot of our favorite superheroes in that, you know, this video game superhero world, they're going to be having had this terrible trauma in their past. Look, we know Cole Young was an orphan, but we really don't explore that at all. And he doesn't talk about it the way Batman yeah. does. So they don't remove any of his obstacles. So Boy, I was already like a little this. confused. <laughs> yeah, I was already a little confused why, why he was being put front and center. But Dave, you both have made good points that maybe they have created a way to pivot around his character if they choose to go forward or back or wherever the mm. point of view is going to be. But I did feel like they were teaching me to expect him to be somehow a part of Scorpion's tale. And I think they abandoned that completely. And they just See, said, no, nah, fuck I, it. I we'll picked, just bring I him back at the very end. The second, the second he got that blade, like the, the, the gardening tool, and used it with the robot. I was like, "That's that's fucking Scorpion." Of like, course, was, of course. But was... the guy's in hell, you know. Like after <laughs> yeah. that, like you know, I thought he was. And and Cole kept having like these weird flash flashy things where he would see like a quick shot of Hanzo and hell and stuff. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I just didn't know if that yeah. frustrated you guys. If you thought that because as the movie continues, whether or not you agree with the fact that having all of the Mortal Kombat fights outside of Mortal Kombat worked. I think you're still kind of following Cole Young's story. Yeah. And it builds to this huge fight between Scorpion literally just comes back from hell. He just walks out of out of the yeah. gateways yeah, yeah, yeah. of hell and they have a kick-ass frozen also, fight with Sub-Zero. By that point, you are on the edge of your seat waiting for, get over here. Like, I love how it's, he just it's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. You're Wait, like, I have a, yeah, I have a, he said I have the a, thing. A, he said it. <laughs> I, know, I, know we, no, I know we all had fun, but but in all seriousness, did the fact that the characters said 
the awesome lines from the video games kind of most of them kind of said it like as afterthoughts or offhand get over here was good but there were a lot of like fatality like just kind of like said by a character did that was that a little ridiculous for you guys or do, were you happy that they did that and didn't try to do anything else too clever so it See? goes along i feel like they're writing this line of which again, I th- I do think if I I tip my hat to the '90s movies, I think they knew the exact cheesy, campy tone that the video game fans were kind of expecting, and this one did try to take itself a little more seriously. So honestly, man, there were some times in this movie where I felt like I think I'm on board with the tone they're creating, and I and it's working. And then there were some moments like that, and some other things like that that I'm not quite sure if they broke their own rules or not. Now, ultimately, it didn't really bother me, but I know what you're saying, and I think ultimately that I do agree with you. I think they broke the rules a little bit with tone and it kept starting. It, it just waffled more and more as the, as the movie went on. Right, anyway, it. let's have fun talking about this movie now. Cause there's some fun shit in there. I yeah. kind of, I, how good was that fatality with her dude, her fatality when the fucking oh, yeah. hat splits her fucking in half, dude. Yeah. How as, was, as far as, yeah. as far as first fatalities, like that's, that's a fucking doozy. Oh, and they, I don't think they ever topped God, it. Dude. Like the yeah. first, the first one, awesome. but then at the, at the end with the, the, I just wrote down the wing lady. Yeah, it's like if your <laughs> mom's walking through the room when that yeah, happens, yeah, yeah. she's gonna be like, "Oh, what the fuck!" Like mm-hmm. that's liked, going on. I liked, I liked <laughs> Liu Kang really. I liked him too. I thought that guy did an awesome job. He like kind of introduces our main characters to this temple they've been hearing about, but they've never been. So there's this weird like mysticism quality. Like we don't know if we're gonna be jumping realms. We don't know if it's just gonna be like the Matrix where he's inputting shit into his. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what it's to expect. And I thought Liu Kang was a really good surrogate for that. Um, and then to have like the best friend who you knew is probably. You know, his, his days were probably numbered, but um, but Kung Lao too. Like the two of them, I thought that was. I thought they were. They did. A I good thought job. they were great too. I think a lot of the acting. Let's just tip our hats to them, dude. I think a lot of the acting was great. Yeah. Um. Again, you might be attached to some of the casting from the '90s if you if you like some of those characters, but I enjoyed seeing everybody do this thing. Dave, I wanted to bring this up to you because I learned this from Matt and Mark. Um, the guy who plays Cole Young, Louis Tan, yeah. was up for Iron Fist. It was between him and the guy they did cast as Iron Fist. And I bet they honestly, wish they went I the other Iron way now. Mm-hmm. Yep, honestly, like yeah. I think yeah. everyone who watched that show, you know, it got a lot of heat. Maybe you did like it, but I think guy, a lot right? of people had Man. issues with it. Yeah. I think this guy would have done a great job. I don't know if that's why, but I liked him as Cole Young, yeah. despite um, what I said earlier about the character. Uh, the other two guys, like uh, Liu Kang and his cousin. Jax. Oh, um, um, Kung Lao. Yeah. Kung Lao. Um, I'm pretty sure they're yeah. the two guys that we're talking about in the article I was reading. They're actually former members of Jackie Chan's stunt team. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah. They're young, too. But yeah, yeah no they shit. are young. His name is Max Huang. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Max Huang. And Ludi yeah. Lin, yeah. Uh, I thought the women were great. I like, did you guys like Sonya Blade? Jessica yeah. McNamee? McNamee? Once, once or twice. McNamee? So I was like, yeah, but most of the time, yeah. <laughs> Right. Again, act- I wrote down at one point. I said Sonya Blade with the exposition because <laughs> like there was one. She had one of those lines. It's like I've known forever since I was a little girl that there's a Mortal Kombat and it's a temple in the middle of nowhere. And then all the masters. So she had like one of those exposition lines. It's like, well, you know, sometimes you just got to do it. You got to say it. Yeah. Um, but I thought she did a fine job. She was fine. Yeah, I like the guy who played. I like, Jax. And I like Jax too because yeah. I, I felt like they wrote that to just be your like huge army guy. Like that trope was like written in. I thought he did a really good job grounding it and making it relatable. I thought he did a good job. I think so too. And the guy who plays, um, I feel like they use Raiden uh, really well. Song. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Raiden was awesome. Every yeah. time he his he always started with his head down, so that when he lifted his head and the hat came out, you saw the eyes. You saw the white eyes. That was cool. Yeah. So did it? Did, we didn't really. Did it? Did it frustrate you guys that they were fighting outside of the the you know the ultimate premise of this movie for for all yeah. the listeners who haven't seen it yet is that. Shang Tsung, you know, basically breaks the rules as he always does in these movies. He breaks the rules and he just brings his cohort from Outworld, Outworld, excuse me, in to Raiden's temple. And, you know, even though Raiden tries to put up some kind of force field to try to protect them from ultimately taking over the world, they still basically just have their fights outside of the tournament. Yeah. They make the bold choice of not having the tournament in a Mortal Kombat film. And I, I dug it. I was like, that's great. Yeah. We're already nine in. And yeah. the whole, yeah, it's fine. like, let's make the sideways choice of not having a tournament. This, oh, surprise, the bad guy's fucking cheating. Yeah. 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 yeah it was, and it was Dave, cool because it was very clearly cheating. To your point, where you said earlier, earlier backward, I think they have now earned to take us backward or forward to previous tournaments, maybe a tournament yeah. in the future. Hopefully, previous. I think that'd be kick ass to like go back in time and do a period cool. piece. Because now that they've seen like, okay, we've built to this point where they tried to break the rules. If they wanted to, if this franchise goes on and on and on, they can just every now and then have them do this where they break the rules to just break hmm. up the, you know, the plot. It didn't I really mean, it's established it really that he's me. cheated like crazy the whole way through. Yeah. So, yeah. Now. Yeah. That, yeah, that I want know. them to Ragnarok. Ed. Do you think they would do that? Not with Kano necessarily, but do you think they would just go like, let's just turn the tone on its head and then we'll get back to this tone into like a some kind of linear, whether it's backward or forward uh, sequel or prequel. Know, there's a lot that they can do. There's a lot they, 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 they can yeah. franchise the shit out yeah. of it. Yeah, I mean, they can it, do whatever the, the fuck re- they want. Yeah, and the response to it wasn't too bad. So they, we'll probably get another one. I hope we get another one. This yeah, was some this awesome was pretty good. Deaths. We're gonna there's get really fun deaths sure. in yeah. here. Like, if this had come out in the theaters, you guys. And people weren't sitting at home by themselves, like, you know, with their grievances on yeah. social media, just griping and trying to just, you know, get some hits on their, get some hits and likes on their fucking negative comments. I think this would have done fine in the theater. Yeah. We would have gone to see it for sure. And mm-hmm. anyone who likes this kind of movie, I would have said, fuck yeah, go see it. Go see it in Dolby. Especially, have fun. Especially, yeah. Especially in cities. I mean, there, I, I've seen, I've gone to bars on fight night by accident before on MMA nights and people like get tapped in the, in the, the neck and everybody's like, oh. Like I can only imagine Friday night of this movie in a packed theater when that the hat death with the wing lady. Like I could just yeah. imagine I mean, the people for, shouting and screaming. You've got your, yeah. you've got your horror crowd and you've got your action movie crowd, and this is like the best of both worlds joined together. Yeah, because you've got yeah. you've got like serious like stunt choreography and fighting and that sort of thing, and then these awesome fatalities thrown in for good measure. Yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah. and I would still I would still wager if we had all these people. Yeah. On our fucking show, anyone who said something negative, these are people who took a chance on a movie called Mortal Kombat that came out in 2021. <laughs> I bet if we actually asked them and they had to actually say it, they'd be like, yeah, of course I was giving it a hard time. I had fun. Of course, I think they would actually walk it back and just say, yeah, I was just being a dick. I was just trying to make yeah. a critical point. I mean, I challenge so if anyone you like to watch this, kind this of movie, again. Watch it. Yeah. I will yeah. watch this again. Yeah. At some point in the right. future, I'm going to add it to my Mortal Kombat Get intoxicated first. Get intoxicated first. Have some friends this. over. You can now. Sure. Right, well, thank yeah. you guys. Thanks. Get your vaccine, so have some be- friends over, watch Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so glad to be talking about fun new movies, people. So check out, we're going to be doing our Should Have Seen It By Now Citizen Kane. Smash that subscribe. We got a lot of new stuff coming for you. Thanks for tuning in. Guys, anything before we uh, send the people on their way? Only Mortal Kombat! Do, 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 do. They snuck that into the end theme, too. 
Yes, yes they, they did. did. <laughs> Anyone who can hear that shout and not immediately follow it with that, it was is just like <laughs> 18. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in.